Remember Old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at bookmesquitegolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses, all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at bookmesquitegolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquigolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be. And welcome to Coach's Corner on 96.9-94.9 FM, The Drive. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and we're going to get right into it here. Going to follow up on the uh, athletic director at UNLV, Desiree Reed Francois. Now the athletic director at the University of Missouri. Um, Desiree was the 13th athletic director at UNLV. In my tenure at UNLV, I worked for six of those ADs. Um, so uh, interesting that, you know, congratulations to her going there. But now UNLV is in a situation where, as we said yesterday, they've got to hit a home run. They can, it can't be a single. Um, it's got to be a home run. With, with the landscape changing in college sports, with the conferences realigning, which is going to be very important for UNLV's future, as you do not want to be a school that gets left out of this next movement with the Pac-12 um, potentially looking to merge. And I've heard a number of different stories. I talked to somebody yesterday. said the Pac-12 is interested in Oklahoma State, which makes sense. Uh, possibly TCU. Possibly Texas Tech. And UNLV, which I kind of found interesting. Um, so going to be interesting to see what happens with the departure of Desiree Reed Francois and the decision of the president. Now, is he going to go get a search firm and we're going to go through the same old BS? You got these good old boys search firms. Most of these search firms are run by former ADs that have retired and figured, hey, let's start a search firm. I can know enough people. Make a nice little killing recommending people to them, but, you know, it's not our call. We'll give you three or four candidates. You make the call. I think they need to go outside the box, as I said yesterday. I mean, the Pac-12 did it uh, for their commissioner. You need to get somebody in there that's not, in my opinion, not an associate AD, not a senior associate AD, not a deputy AD, whatever they terms they use to give these people raises. Um I think you need to get somebody that, number one, has connections with a lot of the ADs around the country, a lot of the presidents around the country, and the conference commissioners. 
Uh, and as I said, I've got a, a friend of mine that fits the bill. He's outside the box. He would be great for the job. I mean, he'd, he'd get it done in a heartbeat. He can fundraise. He would hire the right people. Uh, and as I said yesterday, I think if you're UNLV, you've got a lot of people over there that might be figuring out what's going on, what's going to happen. Now, the new interim assistant AD, or not interim, the new assistant AD for revenue has publicly come out and said, I'm interested in the job. He's been here a couple of months. He doesn't know the lay of the land. He doesn't know who these people are. And as I said yesterday in talking with a couple of the media people, and a very prominent basketball booster. He's probably top two or three at the most um, as far as giving towards the basketball program. And he really pulled away this last probably two years from the program because of uh, just what Desiree was kind of doing. Um, had a nice little conversation with him. Um, and he agrees. Everybody agrees that it's got to be a home run. And, and I hate to say this. We've got some great local people here that would be great AD candidates if it wasn't for this situation. Um, as I said, I just think with, you know, I have 24 years of coaching experience. Um, having been around administrators, I was an administrator at one point uh, with UNLV, working for six, six of the 13 ADs at UNLV. I know how things work over there. There needs to be a change. There's got to be a change. And I think if this program wants to get back to a certain level, first thing people got to forget about is 1990. That's history, baby. That's history. We got to start over. We got to start fresh. We want football to win. We want basketball to win. Our the other sports programs are doing a great job. They got some great coaches in some of the quote-unquote Olympic sports. Uh, they're doing a great job. And I think, you know, we get you got to give football the opportunity. There's no reason football can't be successful, but you got to give them time. They've got the Fertitta Complex, which they're listing now, and this is released, $35 million. It started off at 18. Then it went to 22. Then it went to 26. You got caught up in the building boom. You know, they're building Allegiant Stadium. That's $2 billion. They're building the sphere behind the Venetian. They're building Resorts World. Um, you think contractors want to bid on something that's $35 million when they're looking at multi-billion dollar projects? $2 billion Allegiant Stadium. Resorts World. Rumored close to be almost five billion. Um, the sphere behind the um, the Venetian, you know, that's over a billion dollars, closer to two billion dollars. Um, when I was fundraising for UNLV and we were trying to build a softball stadium, we got caught in the same thing. Um, I had contractors come in and say, "Coach, I've got to give you if I want to stay." It, the, the rule at the UNLV was. If you wanted to stay on the bid list, you had to put a bid into anything that was put out. So when we put a bid out for the softball field, I had contractors come to me and say, Coach, i got to give you a full bid. I can't give you any kind of discounts. He goes, I'm, I'm working on Bellagio. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I just can't. I don't have the time. 
I don't want to take any manpower away from your small project, you know, that ended up being million and a half, two million dollars uh, when compared to those kind of projects. And the same thing happened with the Fertitta complex. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with UNLV. President Whitfield has got probably the biggest decision, I would say, in UNLV, UNLV athletics history. Um, this will determine where UNLV goes. Will they be able to get into a Power 5, Power 4, potentially? Um, might be a Power 2. Might be an East and West Division kind of an NFL football deal at some point with the way they're talking with these uh, realignments. So we'll keep our eyes and ears open. And as I said, we wish Desiree Reed francois all the luck in the world. Um, sent her a text yesterday. Hadn't received a response back, but, you know, we're power to her. You're listening to the Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario and the resort is a fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be. The autumn wind is a pirate. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we're going to give you a couple of Raider updates here. Uh, first one's going to be with Rob Rod Marinelli, the defensive line coach. 24 years experience in the NFL. And uh, this was an interview he did uh, the other day after training camp. So here is Rod Marinelli, the defensive line coach, talking about the Raiders' defense for this year. Um, how much... Um... I know you guys didn't have a working relationship, but relationship with Gus Bradley um, over the over the year. Oh yeah, uh, we've we've had a, a great relationship, and he came from uh, Tampa with Kiff and all that stuff. So I uh, really understand him and what he brings, and uh, he brings a great great tempo pace. Uh, he's really good, and he's great motivator. And I think the staff he brought with him is really good. I've known, I've worked with uh, Richard Smith way back. And uh, so I know the quality of men he brought in with him. And it's, uh, it's been really a nice mesh. Is it a drastic change from what you guys were doing last year or subtle or? Um, yeah, it, it is a little bit. We're um, probably as not, uh, the amount of package has probably been cut down a little bit. And uh, so either way, it's good. I mean, however, uh, each guy fits each man. But uh, it's based on, you know, the, our speed and the front four and 
um, technique, and, and then we got enough in it to really get going. But it starts with, you know, he's, everything starts with being an effort-based defense. All right, Levi Damien, USA Today, sorry, back here. Yeah. Um, what were you, what were you looking to see from Gerald McCoy when he came in for the workout, and what are you looking for from him with the team? Well, you just wanted to see what kind of shape he was in. He's been off, and how he feels, and all those things. He came in, and I, he really had a nice workout. I mean, you could see the optics. He's got the twitch still, and all of that. And so right now, he's um, progressing him in, and we've um, got him some individual right now. But, I mean, just his presence is really good. With the guys, he is a wealth of knowledge. He's played the position at a high level. And uh, it, it's really great great to have him here. And it's just a day-by-day -day process now. Hey, Rod, it's Tashawn Reed from The Athletic. Uh -huh. uh, you guys invested a lot at the three-technique position this offseason. Um, and I know it's kind of a lot of guys in the mix, but what have you kind of seen from that position overall so far? You know, each man is – I thought we've really – one – the intensity of each guy, I really appreciate how hard they work. As a group, they really work. And uh, these are veteran guys that understand the why. And But I, I like it so far, and I'm rolling those guys in. It's just a day-to-day -day process right now. And what I've seen, I've really liked. And a good, solid work every day. And they come to work every day. First rule of getting better, go to work. And they've done that, and uh, I really appreciate it. Coach, what made you, when you're mindset, really want to go out and get out the coons, and what have you seen from him that you've so far through training camp? Yeah, you know, his uh, tape was really good. I mean, he's got a really good bend at the top of the rush, you know, when you can bend and the movement and the speed. And he's going to be a big guy. He's just, he's young, and he's going to fill out. And so we, we saw a guy who could pass rush. And it always tough when these guys first come in because everything you've done before, it doesn't work anymore. And so it's a get off and just the details, but he comes out each day, he works at it. And uh, I appreciate that. And it's a day-to-day -day process, it's tough. And, uh, but boy, he's, he's, got, he's got enough talent uh, to really help us as a pass rusher. Right. how much more versatility do you have to work with in that front four? Yeah, it, it, there's guys that, um, that can play the under, and that can play the nose. I ask each man to do that. Make sure you know in two positions. Some of these unders could go play the big end for us, need be, okay? So, because they're all pretty athletic. We got nice speed, good athletic guys who work. And uh, so that allows you to do a little bit more. Right, uh, please playing uh, with that second unit, it uh -huh. looks like. Um, that's, you know, you can look at that as a demotion, uh, considering he was a starter last year. Uh, you, is that a conversation you have with them, and is, are we reading too much into it? Kind of reading. I'm just getting him out there, and I want all of these guys. And you know, then your each padded practice matters, and then your preseason games matter. Plus, he's also working inside a little bit in our nickel nickel rusher, competing in there. So what I've tried to do is just get every man as many opportunities, day by day process, and uh, let's see where we're at as we go. Bob, quick, the neighbors. There they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go? Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh, right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed. 
We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them when they get back. Well, they're back, and you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort in Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it. Hey, we could afford $99, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves. Book your $99 room and golf or spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. So in our next segment, we're going to have Ron Miles, the defensive backs coach. Um, he's his first season with the Raiders now. The defensive backfield for the Raiders was non-existent last year. This is a big area that they need to really improve. They've got some great athletes back there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, he was with the Chargers, came over with Bradley. Uh, so he kind of knows the personnel of the Raiders because they are in the same division. Um, and they played against each other twice. So he's really familiar with them. So here is Ron Miles, defensive backs coordinator for the Raiders. And this is courtesy of the Raiders organization. Over the last few years, a lot of first round picks, second round picks. Mm -hmm. um, as you were, you know, in the process of, of moving over here, uh, how much, you know, did you look into it? Obviously you did, but what were your impressions of, of some of these young guys that have, you know, been kind of having some growing pains? these first couple of years ago? Well, uh, we actually, we, we evaluated a bunch of these guys when we were with the Chargers. So I had a pretty good feel. Uh, I already knew that uh, they had talent and uh, they really do have talent. And our job here, especially with this new staff, is to try to get that talent to get a little bit better. And that's, uh, I just think that John's on his way, Mullen's on his way, Arnett's on his way. And so it's my job, as well as the rest of the staff, to just get them a little bit better. Uh, obviously, you know, you coached defensive backs for a long time. Mm -hmm. You've had young rooms before. Mm -hmm. uh, what's, what's kind of your approach that you learned has, has been the best when it comes to kind of grooming um, and developing a, a young defensive back room? Well, you know, the, the biggest thing I say with our players is that um, I, I try to be demanding, but not over the top. Um, I just use this analogy to with these guys today. Uh, it ain't prison, but it ain't a country club. So we're somewhere in the, in the middle there is where we got to get these guys to to perform. Uh, you know, there's gonna be some times where I gotta love them up because they're gonna need that love, and then there's other times like, come on, man, we gotta be able, we gotta do better than this. And I think that that's where I come into play, trying to make sure that these guys are held accountable, ha held accountable, but not so over the top that they don't like the game of football. We gotta keep the love of the, of the game of football, and if we can get them to do that. We may like our results on Sundays. You seem to be pretty competitive out there. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some chirping going on. Uh, with really guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know speaking? Yeah. Um, with their car uh, yeah. on the other side. Uh, how much of that is kind of backing your guys up, trying to get them motivated? Also maybe, you know, trying to push and prod Derek a little It's a little bit of both, I could say. I mean, you're trying to create a competitive environment. And by doing that, their juices get wound up, and and obviously I'm cheering for our side up in that drill, 
and trying to get our guys to compete. And if we can compete in that drill, in particular one-on-one, and win our share with a rush and, not, and everybody's doing the right thing, we should be pretty good on Sundays. In USA Today, uh-huh. you talk a lot about the younger guys and high picks that you know developing and coming along. Where, what role does Casey Hayward play in, in all of that? Well, to me, he's big, and I think he's been here for what a couple months now, and he's already made a difference. Um, I've been around Casey for what four years. This will be my fifth year with the kid. And what he is is a true pro, and he's someone they can bounce stuff off of. Plus, he, he leads by example. Now, you know, it's not always example. He'll tell them, like, hey, that's, that's not quite how we do it. But Casey is a pro, um, and, and I think that he, that's what he brings to the table. Um, he's not the only pro we have out there. I mean, just bringing back Carl to the organization. I think Carl Joseph is a, another guy that has uh, – he's a veteran and been around the block. Uh, knows how to get himself prepared for a game. So with those two guys in particular, they've, uh, you know, our, their young guys have a chance to look at a guy or two that have done it before, and this is how you get it done. You've never um, shown a hesitancy to play young guys uh, mm-hmm. in your career. Here comes Trayvon Marg and mm-hmm. Nate Hobbs. We see them out on the field playing mm-hmm. with ones and twos. Where, how are they fitting in? And are... I think they're both doing great. Uh, just like anything else, uh, we, you know, they got to go win the job. Um, we're going we're gonna to try to spoon feed them. Uh, we're not just going to give it to them. Um, and at some point, they'll be ready. I can't tell you when it's gonna when they're gonna be ready, but at some point they will be ready. Um, I think they're both coming on. I like their mentality. I think that they're gonna be great pros, okay, just by how they're interacting with our guys and how they're going about their business every day. Um, they're attentive in the meeting. They know what they're doing. Um, we just got to get them to consistently do it on the field. Well, obviously, the, the defense as a whole is kind of limited in how physical you can be mm-hmm. um, in, the, in these practices, even with pads on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you kind of focus in on when you're evaluating how defensive backs perform in practices? More about you know, positioning and technique? What are some of the, the That's probably the biggest thing. Get yourself in the position where you, when it is live, you're capable of making making those plays. And it's just, it might be something as, as little as uh, get your inside foot up, uh, being square and how you approach a ball carrier in the open field. Even though you're not going to tackle him, how are you going to approach him? And that's what we're trying to teach our guys right now, okay? This is how it's going to be done, and when it's time to get a guy on the ground, hopefully we're going to be able to do it. Coach, how impressed have you been with the competition at slot corner between Amik, uh, Hobbs, and Ben Blossom? Uh, well, we've got a lot of guys there that's capable of doing it, and just like you said, I've been very impressed. Part of it, too, especially like a guy like Nevin, uh, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I think he played primary outside uh, when he is with his organization. He's, so he's kind of learning how to become an inside defender. So he's, he's learning on the run. Uh, Nate basically played outside at Illinois. So he's learning on the run. But they've got the ability, just like Amik. Amik a year ago tried to learn a little bit of nickel. And he's, he's another guy is, that's getting better. So all three guys are young at the position. It's not like we've got a guy that's played the spot for the last three or four years. No, these guys are learning at the position, but they're going to be fine when it's all said and done. I like Nate. I like Ami. And obviously, I like uh, La. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when we get closer to real games to see who actually runs on the field. Can you talk about developing the guys that have been here and you know furthering their career and getting them better? Mm-hmm. How much is dealing with maybe some confidence of last year didn't go so well, maybe you didn't, you didn't do what you wanted to do and try to build their confidence back up? Well, I don't know about that part. We don't talk about it a year ago. We just start from whatever the starting point that we got them. 
and just try to get better from that point on. Uh, so uh, again, last year is last year. All I know is what I've known since January. And so that's where everybody's got a clean slate with me. Okay, so Arnett's doing just, I think he's doing a great job. And when you, when you watch him out there on the field, uh, he's moving pretty good. Um, he's got his weight up, so those things are on the come. Um, but I think Mullen's doing a good job. Um, I, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm just going from January to this point. Um, and they, I think they're doing a good job. So for me, it's every day try to get a little bit better and not think about whatever happened a year ago because that's not any of my business. And we just keep, going, keep on from January until we get to our first game. Along those same lines, what have you seen from Abram, and how crucial is that box safety role in this defense? It's very crucial. I, I can say this for John. John has done everything we've asked him to do. Okay, we asked him, hey, John, can you come in a little bit lighter? What did he do? He came in a little bit lighter. Okay, John, and you guys know John, he, he, he chirps a little bit, right? Okay, you turn your volume down just a little bit, John, and we've he's done that. And I think he's going to make him a better player. That's just me. Now, you, when it's all said and done, he's got to do it in, uh, on Sundays in September, October, and December. But John has got, gotten better, in my, in my opinion, and just doing the little things right, trying to get his body in the, in the right position. And so you're, you're asking me, I think John's going to have a, good, a great year. Yeah, well said. All right, thank you. All right, thanks. Welcome to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, 94.9, 96.9 FM on the drive. And with us, we have a very interesting young lady, Leslie Adderson, and she is the beverage director for Mesquite Gaming, located 80 miles north of Las Vegas. Mesquite is a growing resort destination, and Mesquite Gaming has two facilities up there, the Casablanca Resort and the Virgin River Hotel. And it has one of Nevada's hidden gems, Catherine's Steakhouse. So, Leslie, welcome to Coach's Corner. Tell us a little bit about uh, Catherine's Steakhouse. Uh, well, um, you know, Las Vegas has long been known as one of the top culinary destinations in the U.S., perhaps the world. And just a short drive away, locals can enjoy a weekend getaway in Mesquite and dine at the award-winning Catherine's Steakhouse, along with a wide-ranging uh, menu of delicious steaks, seafood, and appetizers, guests can enjoy an extensive wine list. So in your wines, are, you have a number of different wines. You have them from all over the world, basically. So tell us a little bit about uh, what wines you have. Uh, some of the wines we have are, you know, some of the, the more popular wines we have. We have Santa Margarita. Uh, it's a Pinot Grigio from Italy. And it's only $29 at Catherine's. In Las Vegas, a lot of restaurants charge as high as $70 for that same bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. And we also have uh, Heights Cabernet. It's a very popular Cabernet out of California. And we charge $72 on our wine list while it's sometimes $130 in Las Vegas. So I think you see like a, a really good deal when you come to Catherine's. Um, we have selections from Italy, France, Australia, multiple regions across the U.S., and much more. And we'll, we'll find the perfect pairing for your meal when you come in. Yeah, now that leads me to this question. So how do you decide, um, for a person like me that doesn't really imbibe, so would, your, would the waiter recommend to me a pairing with a certain, so if I was having a steak, 
So would mm-hmm. would they recommend, a, you know, here's your choices, one, two, three, if I had some seafood, uh, here's your different, you know, it would be a different choice, I would assume, correct? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, with, with a steak, you know, a fatty food goes with big, bold wines. So we would recommend something like our uh, our stag's leaf cabernet, or and also some acidic foods. Uh, they demand acidic wines, so I would go with like a dry white wine, like a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, we have a Kim Crawford out of New Zealand that's just wonderful, and I'd pair that with our Ville Picotta, which has a lemon butter sauce. You see, the two acidic wines would go uh, the acidic wine go really well with that lemon butter sauce, and you know also. Spicy foods, we do have a Seafood Diablo on our wine list. Not our wine list, our regular menu, excuse me. Um, and I would pair that with maybe a, a Riesling, which has a little bit of sweetness to it, so it kind of offsets the heat of that. Um, and also, sweeter wines demand sweeter, uh, sweeter foods demand sweeter wines. So like, we have a fabulous tiramisu that I just had last weekend for my son's uh, birthday. And I would pair that with a Stella Rosa uh, Moscato de Asi, which is a, a sweet one with a little bit of bubbles in it. Oh, okay. really well. Okay, so uh, that's one. I guess that's one of the perks of the business is that you have to you have to make sure these wines are acceptable to your customers. So you check them out first, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a perk <laughs> of the job, I guess you could say. <laughs> now, Catherine's um, is open seven days a week, correct? Yes, it is. Okay, and yes, from five enough. from five to nine. Yes, go ahead. And in mm-hmm. uh, re- reservations are recommended, correct? Oh, definitely. Yes, you, you definitely want to get reservations. We do have a great bar that you can come in and set out if uh, we don't have any openings in reservation. But we always recommend reservations. Okay, and yeah, uh, you can make those on uh, the Casablanca Resort dot com, or um, we actually have reservations on Open Table as well. Oh, okay, that's uh, good to know. And as you as you were talking about the value of the wines, um, it's also my and I've seen the prices for Catherine's. It's the same with the mm-hmm. pricing on the food. I mean, the food at Catherine's, if you brought it down to Vegas, would be two three times the price. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. We have we have uh, all of our beef is USDA prime beef, and for just a. a, a Filet mignon, an eight-ounce filet mignon, with milk, thirty-six dollars. The value should be paying easily twice that. Yes, it's yeah. just a great value here at Catherine's that we offer. Well, so, that's yeah. that's why it's called Nevada's hidden gem, Catherine's Steakhouse, and it's also been voted one of the most one hundred most romantic restaurants in the country. Correct? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. My my husband and I frequent Catherine's regularly, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> We've done many anniversaries and birthdays in Catherine's, and it, I can attest myself that it is a romantic restaurant for for anybody would like to come and celebrate something meaningful or just get away and have a nice romantic meal. Well, she is Leslie Adderson, and she is the beverage director for Mesquite Gaming up in Mesquite, uh, Nevada, with the Casablanca Hotel and Resort. And uh, I want to thank you, Leslie, for uh, educating us on um, the wine choices that they have at Catherine's. Oh, no, thank you. I, I appreciate the time we spent.